Boom. Hello, Peter. How you doing, bruv? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I want to talk about UFC 258, obviously, and the main crux of it will probably be the main event um, and what's going to happen going forward in the welterweight division. Um, you missed the two fights, the first two fights, you said. Um, yeah. The first I'll come one... In, uh... Yeah, I'll come in at Lima, I think. But, uh, yeah, Andre Yule was the first one against against Chris Gutierrez in a catchweight one. It was actually really, really good. Um, really good performance from Chris Gutierrez, just looking sharp. Um, and uh, Yule just so tough, but he took a, a took a bit of a beating. And then the the second fight, uh, Pete was Poliana Viana against Mallory Martin, and it was at, it was fucking a great, great fight. And just Poliana Viana, we've seen her before because I remember us talking about her before. She mm. was nasty off her back, bruv. Like Mallory was, um, she had Mallory in her guard and she was like, you know, when we spoke the other day about um, Kevin Holland and we spoke about, I can't remember what fighter it was, but he caught someone through a kick and he caught it. And then as he caught it, he just started throwing like loads and loads of hammer fists, standing hammer fists and punches. Yeah. Uh, it was the guy that, it was, was it the guy that fought, oh, what's his name? Kelleher. Was that, was that him? Uh, so Ricky Simone fought Kelleher on this card. Um, who do I keep getting mixed up with Kelleher? Oh, Justin James, yes, that's the one, that's the one, yes, yes, yes. It was the guy that fought Justin James. Um, <laughs> and uh, we got there in the end, and yeah. it made me think of this because Pollyanna went down and on her back, and while Mallory was in her guard, bruv, she was just continuously throwing elbows, elbows, punches, el- like proper busy off the floor. Do you think the main reason people don't? strike like that is because of cardio and, and they're going to gas out or do you just think people don't think to throw enough do you like, mean do you mean like from their back like, constantly yeah she was just constantly um, punch. Yeah, like, literally, she had her she there was bits where she was just punching her in you know in, in the side of the face it don't seem like a lot but when you're just continuously no. doing that it makes yeah. them guard that position opens up other stuff like i don't understand why fighters just don't continuously throw yes like I know you don't want to leave, obviously you don't want to leave yourself open. That's why I probably like if you, I always think that again, because you, how many times, it don't really happen that much anymore. But I remember, I swear like back in the day when there was like maybe more takedowns and more jujitsu and stuff, there was more like, I love that some, I can't really pinpoint who does it, but like just to make a little bit of space and just like smash that elbow down in the top of their head. And like there used to be so many people with gashes on top of their heads and you couldn't tell where it's coming from. It's just blood everywhere. And it was just from that sort of stuff. But like, I suppose it's easier said than done. Like you, you'd say like, oh, why don't, why don't someone do that against Khabib? <laughs> <Say> <laughs> that. But then it's when he's got you fucking smushed up against the cage, you can't really, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. really do it. But, but then, but then I do, I get what you mean. There are them fights that end up on the floor and nothing's happening. It's like the person on their back is looking at the ref as if to say like, come on, stand it up. It's like just, if you just start raining down elbows on that guy's head, he's going to have to do something. He's going to have to move. But I don't know. Maybe they just don't train it. I don't know. Yeah, I think, as I said, it's easiest head and done me fucking sat over my armchair. Um, but she really, really was really putting some work in, slicing her up. Um, you know, um, Mallory's face at the end was just a mess of, of lumps. And then eventually Pollyanna got her in a triangle and then transitioned from the triangle into the armbar. Really, really impressive. Great stoppage from our boy Mark Smith. Um, and yeah, it was a really, really good fight. So um, just before we get into Lima and Bilal Mohammed, Pete, which was the uh, the first fight that you, you, you got onto, the new mm. camera. I wanted to talk to you about it. Yeah. The, new, the new camera. I 
Actually, no. Tell me what you th- tell me what you thought of it when you first. Saw it. <laughs> I don't give a shit now, but like, and I, it's just obviously it's just saying they're going to do. They're not going to change it again. But like, I was at first, I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck is going on? It's like, it's like I've got like portrait mode on my phone. I've yeah. got it as well, and it's like sort of obviously zones in on you and not things around you, and it's yes. like. I sort of get it, but then I like seeing the stuff in the background as well. <laughs> so that I, I don't know. I fucking thought I thought it was brilliant when I saw it. I was yeah. like, "This is sick!" It made me instantly think of a video game. Like that's exactly what a video game's like. Yeah, you've got yeah, your player I mean, sat there and he's like huffing and puffing, and then everything in the background's blurry. Um, oh man, but it's I not for the it's brilliant. not for the actual fight, is it? It's for the like the, it's for the, like the promo stuff and the interviews. The Times that I saw it was the court in between rounds when they're in the corners um, yeah. filming them there, and then I also saw um, before the fight starts when the pace is when uh, Bruce Buffer's doing his thing. Um, right. They had it then; it was all portrait mode, and it just picking up the fighter. I just thought it looked sick. It made me think of a video game, and I think that's why they've might have done it. But yeah, fucking fucking yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so Diego Lima against Bilal Mohammed in the welterweight division. Then Pete, what did you think of this fight? Uh, so, yeah, I think I come in. I think I come in round two. That was when okay. I, did I what, what the fuck was I doing? I don't know what I was doing. I think oh I thought I think I think I did have a nap because I was right. like I do I want to stay up for this because it's title fight. I usually try and stay up, so oh, I was like I'll have oh, a nap. Did you? Okay. And then like I think I woke up. I think I woke up and then sort of I didn't forget it was on, but I was just like oh it's only the prelims. I was like just trying to wake myself up, and then I was like no shit, let's get downstairs. And yeah, I think I come in at round two, um, and it already looked like. To, like I always do this when I when I jump in the middle of a fight I'm like trying to see who's guess who's winning and yeah just the pressure from Bilal was just like pushing him up against the cage I think Lima already looked a bit busted up like his nose and his eyes um but he was still throwing back like the whole fight and I thought it was was that how many is that his that's not his first fight in the UFC is it uh who Lima Lima yeah I can just find out I don't believe so um let me just have a look here. I was just looking at Bilal um, as well because the how impressive he looked was just fucking mm. like phenomenal. Like like you said, the and pace just, he was setting out. Um, yeah, and the size of him as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So no, Diego Lima, that was actually one, two, three, four. It's his fifth fight. Um, oh. He's uh, he's won his previous three before he lost to Bilal. So um, looking looking pretty good. But Bilal mm. himself is you know coming off uh, four wins himself. He's beat Lyman Good, Takashi Sato, Curtis Melander. He lost to to Jeff Neal, and obviously who's no slouch and was on a bit of a, a streak before that. Um, I think he deserves a. I don't know what what if you think, but I, I think he deserves a, a, a kind of big name after this, brother. After that performance. Yeah, so there's fucking there's enough out there in there. It's like, it's, especially over summer, I think summer was a good, good time for like that sort of division and just mm. like, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's like, what is is, it, is he ranked? Is Bilal ranked? No, so it? yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So after this fight, he's he's now been moved. He's he's number thirteen, um, oh, okay. and then he's got a. Uh, Cam's out just underneath him and Robbie Lawler underneath him. And then around him, he's got uh, Jeff Neal, obviously, who, is it, who he's lost to in uh, Li Jing Liang as well. Uh, Vincente mm. Luque. There's some fights there, bruv. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a good division. And it's, I can't, he's, he's, he's again, he's one of these fighters where I always hear his name and it's like, I know he's good, but you don't know how good he is against like the elite. It's just, yeah. until he gets in there with someone like, yeah, in like the top five or top top ten, then it's 
Yeah, I don't know really. He didn't. He didn't like. He didn't take a lot of damage though, did he? So he could step in. Leg kicks was the main thing. Lima's leg kicks were just fucking. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely digging into him. Um, but no, it was a it was a good back and forth fight, and I was impressed with Mohammed mm. after that. It's just it was you can just see he sort of wanted it more, um, and the yeah. pressure just just didn't stop. Um, Pete, the next fight got me off my seat, mate. Rodolfo Vieira against Anthony Hernandez in the middleweight division. Um, Rodolfo Vieira, an absolute jujitsu monster. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that um, I'm well-versed in Rodolfo's jujitsu's um, practices. However, from the way they were talking about it, the fact that he's actually won um, Abu Dhabi's and stuff like that, I absolutely just, you know, you expected something out of this fight. And Anthony Hernandez, they mentioned taking the the, the fight on short notice um, against a killer like Rodolfo Vieira. And man, they were talking about how Anthony Hernandez was, you know, um, getting trying to sink in chokes. And they even said, how crazy would it be if he submitted him? And Pete, he actually tapped him out. What did you think of this one? Yeah. um, Yeah, so it's it's always good when uh, I loved it. First of all, that fucking Rogan was back in there. I like, like oh, I, just, yeah. I want I want him to do more just because them them like them three together are just I, I see him I see them that lineup and I'm just like this is fucking gonna be hilarious because there yeah. are there are some bits now I'm, I'm proper laughing, but they always obviously know what they're talking about as well. Exactly. And um as soon as Rogan goes, This is bad, this is bad, he doesn't want to be here. I'm I'm sitting there believing it. I'm like, yeah, of course, like this is fucking this guy looks like he's in trouble. Yeah. And then for him to turn that around, especially because you could see it in the corner, you could see he was like gassing. He was, was gassing, like... yeah. And then the other guy just seemed like, right, come on in, let's go, um, Hernandez. And yeah, it was just when he, yeah, when he got the choke in, I was just like, geez. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. You could, you, could ob- you could obviously tell it's not, it wasn't, obviously it was technique on his behalf, but it was more, I think, the uh, Vieira was like, knackered do you know what i mean yeah. when you when he was that tired he's all technique goes out the window and he's just like, oh shit i'm gonna get choked it's just like people are good do you know what i mean like even the people that haven't got black belts and stuff like that they know what they're doing but it's yeah, just of course yeah he just he guessed so quick he really did <laughs> dc, the, DC the, mentioned the, just the size of him yeah well they, dc said what did he say yeah dc was like everybody says dc you're fat oh and yeah Joe Rogan that was it. Rogan died, was, like... i love that when he laughs like that i've got you know, I end up laughing like it as well. Yeah, me too. It's proper infectious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fucking, fucking brilliant. Um, really, really impressive from Anthony Hernandez and Rogan in the post fight was just saying, unbelievable. You've tapped Rodolfo Vieira. I, I get what you're saying in regards to, you know, we, we probably shouldn't read too much into it because when one fighter is that tired, like you say, you know, defences are going to be down and stuff like that. If they were both doing pure jujitsu, it, it might be a different story. I fully get that, but you can't take this away from Anthony Hernandez, man. He he fucking tapped him, bruv. It was a brilliant. Yeah, well, he was tagging. He was. I remember he was tagging him before as well on, on his feet. The yeah. other guy was just sort of like stumbling around, and he was just fucking tagging him with everything. And obviously that sent him down. It was just yeah, it was like only a matter of time after that. But yeah, it's good for what what weight was that? That's uh, that was middleweight, middleweight. Oh, middleweight. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, really, really, uh, really great fight. I love that one. And then just moving on to the main card, then Pete. Ah, oh, we saw Maki Patolo, and every time we've seen Maki Patolo against well, it's against Julio Marquez. This is middleweight. We've seen Maki. Um, he's one of the fighters that we've talked about in the last year, like during lockdown and stuff, during this resurgence. That well, not a resurgence, but during this really, really peak time for the UFC. And we spoke about Mackie and 
we've seen him lose a couple of times and it's like he's been game every time. It's been a close fight every time. I remember one time he submitted. Uh, well, he, he got tapped out, should I say. Um, but this fight, he looked really, really good. Um, and I thought he was going to win. Uh, he had he looked so, so good and he, he just looked big in there. He looked great in there. But Julian Marquez um, in the third round uh, just probably had a little bit too much for him. Sinks in the dust choke, taps Mackie out. Um, a shame. Uh, I, I really wanted to see Mackie win, but Julian Marquez was mm. hyped up post-fight. He was going mad so talking funny, about yeah. Twitter and stuff. What did you think of this fight? Yeah, it was really good. It was the same sort of thing. It was almost the same as the fight before. It was like, I thought, obviously, um, was it Mackie? Is that his name? First Mackie, name? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought he was I thought he was winning. I thought he was like cruising to victory. And then it was sort of like the tides turned, went down to the floor. And it was like, it's like the same sort of thing. He looked knackered. He's, he's obviously put in two rounds of effort and it's just like gone for it. And then, yeah, it was, you could see that uh, I felt sorry for him. But same. On the on the other end, like Marquez, done what he had to do. I think you said he was coming off a long layoff as well, wasn't he? That's right. Yeah, so it was good for him. And the the the, even the, the post fight thing was fucking hilarious. It was almost <laughs> like a WWE or an old WWE or w, WWF. Yeah, like yeah, proper. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was funny. Have you heard about all this? All this like the stuff afterwards. So the only thing that I know that is is that he basically. He said UFC hashtag UFC get loud, um, and then mm. he also called out um, he called out Miley Cyrus to be his Valentine called or something out. like that. So yeah, what's what, what's yeah. happened? So he said, yeah, he just said that, and obviously Joe Rogan was like, all right, okay, <laughs> and then she's fucking. I think she tweeted him saying, uh, oh, if you shave an MC like Miley Cyrus in your chest hair, then. Right then we're game or so we're we're on or something like that. And then I don't know, I don't know what's happened since, but he's come out and said a man's but <laughs> a man's chest there is sacred, like blah blah blah. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, some shit like that. But then he 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 said something else like, Oh, don't worry, I've not blown it. Something's in the works or saying. I was like, fucking Fair play to you. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, fair play. A little bit creepy. I don't know how old he is and how old she is and that kind of stuff, but fair play. Um, yeah, you know, no, shoot, shoot your shot, mate. Um, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I um, I enjoy stuff like that when people are doing, um, you know, a little bit of different shit. And uh, Rogan was taken back by him as well, which is really, really, really funny to see. Um, Ricky Simone was the next fight, Pete, against uh, Justin James. I mean, Brian Kelleher. Um, and uh, it was <laughs> it's a really, really, uh, really, really good fight. Um more of the same from Ricky Simone, bruv. Yeah, same again. It just, yeah, he's, he's he's not in. Um, what weight was that? Is that that's below? That's below. Oh, is it? Oh, fuck. Uh, but both of them are normally bantam weights, though. That's yeah. That's the only problem. Because I'd because of Clay Clay Guida's fight the other week. I'd love to see, even though you would like. I think it's the more that we've watched this and you get to know the fighters and also the way they fight, you appreciate it. Yeah. I'd love to see, like, what did I think of the other day? I don't know whether they fought before, and obviously I didn't realise this sort of weight difference, but someone like Ricky Simone against Clay Guida or Darren Elkins against Clay Guida. Yeah. Like, just them two, like, hard-nosed wrestlers just diving in at each other, like, who can who can push each other to the limits more? Like, yeah. Like, fucking... I love seeing him fights now, and even even now, like I saw Ricky Simone come in, and I, sw- I probably like a few years ago, I'd be like, "Oh, this guy's just gonna, like, he's got he 
he can strike, but he's just going to ragdoll people. And I used to think that about Darren Elkin and stuff like that. But it's when you actually do see him doing it, you got I just got like you get like a new appreciation for like the cardio and what they put themselves through. And yeah, yeah it's just fun. it's fun to watch. Well, you say it's fun to watch, and I agree with you 100%. However, two fighters that are just going to grapple and the UFC are never going to fucking make that fight. Um, you know, imagine, like you say, Clay Greeder, who wants to wrestle and take people down all the time against Ricky Simone, just trying to do the same. You're just basically, <laughs> you're just setting up a cuddle match. Um, so I don't know if a UFC would, would, would make that. However, um, it wasn't just the wrestling this time from Ricky Simone. He was doing big elbows on the ground, big punches, um, and just a dominant, dom- dominant performance. And when you say about, like, respecting these fighters now don't get me wrong i wholeheartedly respect someone like um you know nganu who's just knocking everybody out and 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 mm. stuff like that but you have to appreciate the khabibs um you have to appreciate like if we just go through simone's last few fights unanimous decision submission decision um he lost a couple fights before that but then decision again decision again submission again uh another decision in there it's like these he, he just knows how to grind out a fight yeah. like he's going in there just to fight and it's he it's a sport at the end of the day and he's just yeah. going to grind it out of you um Kelleher they both looked a little bit heavy obviously being at featherweight but mate uh, yeah he just he just looks so so dominant I think he deserves a big name as well what do you think mm, yeah definitely um yeah it's kind of a bit like featherweight's kind of a bit apart apart from like Holloway the other week it's kind of a bit like it's not the it's not the division that's pumping at the moment, is it? It's just like there's, you've got all these like you've got bantamweight taking over lightweight again. You've got all these killers in there, um, and yeah, it's just is uh, is Ricky Ricky Smoke, He must be ranked, isn't it? Surely. Um, he's not. No, not that I can no? see here. Like just looking at the rankings, um, he's oh. he's not there in the featherweight division at the moment. Fifteen. Oh, maybe because he maybe because he moved. Yeah. Maybe because he's um in in a different one there. But yeah, he's got like um. If he stays in featherweight, then he's got, you know, Barboza there, uh, Eve Loev there, Bryce Mitchell, Shane Burgos, Arnold Allen, Sadiq Youssef, Danny Gay, fighters like that, Jeremy Stevens. Even, even that Bryce Bryce Mitchell would be fucking fun. Like, it would be a good fight. Of, just, but, but then again, in the fights, you never know. They might just cancel each other out and they've got a, they've got a stand and bang. So it's like, yeah, see what happens there. That's true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that. Mm. You're right. I did think about that as well. It's like if you put two grapplers in there, they're going to be thinking, oh, they're going to be fucking expecting us well, to like, Let's have it. It's like, uh, what was it? Colby and Usman. When Usman. you got these two, like, two, like, college wrestlers or whatever they was, like, champ- like division champions and just, like, ended up having a fucking five-round war on the feet. Absolutely. Yeah, fun. Uh, I think that'd be really, really fun. All right. So um, we'll keep an eye on Ricky Simone, obviously, going forward. And then Brian Boom Kelleher, he's a favourite on the show. Um, we remember his knockout of uh, Hunter Azure, which was just like amazing. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, obviously see what happens with Brian in the future as well. And then the last few fights then, Pete, um, Ian Heinish against Kelvin Gastelum. Bruv. Gastelum just looked amazing in this fight. Um, everyone expects Gastelum obviously to be a striker, but in this fight, he controlled all of the wrestling, getting takedowns. He broke his record for takedowns in a fight, um, throwing bombs. Obviously, Ian was really, really tough, but Kelvin just looked levels here. What did you think? Yeah, uh, like the, the, all the build-up was good and stuff. And I was like, oh shit, I'm not too sure about this one. Um, he looks at, I think I've not really seen Kelvin like outside of fighting and stuff. I've never really watched the build-ups for him, but he seemed like a bit like subdued and a bit like, but maybe he was just that focused. And you see him at, um, yeah, you see him at King's MMA with um, 
what's his name? Uh, Cordero, yeah. the trainer. Um, and he was like obviously bigging everyone up. He's like, hey, we've got this champion over here. He's going for the title again and all this and that. Everyone's like cheering. And he's, and he's just sort of like head down, like, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. But it's just like, you just know he's... I always think back to that, the Izzy performance. It's just like fucking one of the best one of the best ones that he could have fucking had him out of there but um, yeah it's interesting seeing him climbing up and also he trains with <laughs> it's interesting because he trains with Vittori as well uh-huh. so they're so like you've got Cordero training both of them and it's like maybe they'll collide one day like we saw in the welterweight division but like yeah but, but obviously now it's just there's some good middleweights coming up actually good middleweight fight so it's it's interesting definitely definitely um Costa Costa Whitaker, they're fighting, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think it got moved. Something's happened though. Something's happened with Costa, and he was like, "I'm not doing that date." So maybe I think they're still meant to be fighting, right? And also, you got I think it's Till versus Vittori, so that's that'd be good as well. There is um, one fight just got called off, didn't they? I'm trying to remember what one it was, um, but I know I can't remember. Uh, was it um, Kamzat? Kamzat was no, supposed yeah, to fight Edwards. Yeah. Do we know what happened yeah. there? Still COVID. He's still fucked from COVID. Fucking hell, really? Yeah, they said he was been training and he was like doing a couple of rounds and he's like, I can't breathe. He's like, I can't do this. And it's like, I think he still had the effects of it. Um, Pussy. So look, um, obviously they're trying to hear <laughs> yeah, it. Fucking all that mouth. <laughs> so, as soon as Kevin Nolan come along, he fucking run off. <laughs> um, no, nah, but like, I think they're still, I think Kevin, I think Edward says he still wants to stay on that date. What is that one? That might be, is that March sixteenth? Because um, because Wonderboy um, came out um, and, and said that he'd he'd like to um, yeah like to fight on that card as well. So you know it's um, I'd like obviously I'm I'm here for that. Um, but let's have a yeah. look. So uh, yeah, no, it's just been fully. It's just it's, it was supposed to be March fourteenth. Fourteenth, okay. Yeah, so March fourteenth. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that one. But um, yeah, just going back to Gastelum quickly. Looked really, really good. Um, but um, Heinish so so tough to get him out of there. But a unanimous decision win for for, for Kelvin. Um, really, really impressed with him. And then Pete, the the co-main event, which was really fun to see as well. Alexa Grosso um, against Macy Barber. Obviously, Macy Barber's on this mad kind of um, springboard uprising. Um, and uh, both of them were throwing bombs to finish, but Grasso with her striking, gosh, she's just so sharp. Yeah, yeah well, I don't think it was, like DC's come out and said she's the best boxer in the in women's MMA, like, or something like that, and I was like, I'm not, not too sure about that yet, but wow. there was there was spurts of it, there were little combinations, and I was like, oh shit, like, that, was, that was fucking nasty, but like, um, yeah, I think Macy Barber, like she tried, wasn't it, like she was, she was giving it towards the end, but yeah, I think it's definitely like right decision. I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no. She, she Macy was, she was game. Pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But she was. She. She. Grasso was just controlling, even controlling the grappling as well and the jujitsu. And yeah, no, she was. Yeah. She was just level levels above. Um, in that division at the moment, Macy's drops down to fifteenth above her. Obviously, we've got Antonina, Taylor Santos, Andrea Lee, Alexis Davis, and Grasso's gone up to number ten, just below uh, fighters like Jessica I and Roxanne Modeffrey. Um, yeah, it's really, really exciting these deci- uh, these decisions. Just quickly. With the women's divisions, um, obviously we've got Amanda, who is a free weight world champ, which is just you know obviously crazy. Um, but um, uh, Weili Zhang, obviously uh, no. Let's start with flyweight. So Shevchenko, um, 
she's got Jessica Andrade just underneath her, Caitlin Chikagan. Do we know if anything's happening with Valentina's next um, next defense? No, like all of the women are going to be a bit quiet apart from yeah. like obviously Amanda and Megan Anderson coming up. That'd be wicked. Yeah. But yeah, even Wei Lee, I don't think she's got an opponent yet. I keep, all she's doing is training. Like that's all I see on her Instagram. She's just training every day and Joanna's modeling. So <laughs> That's all I keep seeing. You got contrast. Wasn't it Zhang oh. against Rose? Or I don't know. Yeah, because like... yeah, I think I'm sure Rose is coming back. She's getting a bit more active now, like yeah. online and stuff. So I think I don't know whether it's announced though or whether it's just that's what they they want to do. But um but yeah, I'm 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 so interested about this card, man. It's like that obviously we would talk about it, but like I'm I don't know. I, just, I always I know I always say this, it's like, oh that girl could beat her, that girl could beat her, but it's think about that Megan, like Megan Anderson, if she can keep it on the feet. Yeah. She's just so big and long. It's like she could, I think she could, cause you know, like, um, what's, what's the main, Jermaine Randamine. She yeah, caused yeah, her a yeah. bit of problems. Like she didn't look like the killer that she always used to, but she did keep managing to get her on the floor. So I think if Megan can keep her up and maybe use her kicks and shit like that, I, I don't know. It could be interesting. Nah. But, Amanda's going to start you. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Money where your mouth is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, really impressive from Alexa Grasso there. So, and then, Pete, finally, I'm sure we'll be talking about um, the whole division um, in, in just a moment, but what a fucking performance from Kamara Usman. Um, Gilbert's so game and had him hurt really, really early. He dropped him with a big right. But Usman just using this unbelievable jab, 34 seconds into round three, Usman stopped him, dropping him with jabs, Pete, and gets a TKO mm. stoppage. Like, Just give me your thoughts on the fight and then also just on Kamaru um, in uh, in general. You say he was like hurt. I'm not actually... I thought he was to start with, but I'm not actually... I'll have to watch it better. I don't think he, he was as him, hurt. But he wasn't. Yeah, you know, yeah, but I don't think he was as hurt as what I thought he was at that moment. I was like, oh shit, like go for him, go for him. But um, he had a weird. He does this weird thing, and I don't, I'm not sure he done it in the Colby fight. But there was times where um, Burns was tagging him again after that in like rounds one and two. I think he caught him a few times with just like random shots but there was only like maybe one shot it wasn't like combinations and like it almost looked like you know when so you can tell the fight's changing and going a certain way mm. like Usman's head was like down and I was like he was like taking a few shots like knocking around a little bit and I was like oh shit oh he's hurt like he doesn't know where he is sort of thing he hasn't got his hands up and then that when they showed the replays in like slow motion he's like always got his eye on him yeah. So he's even though his head was down, it's like he's got this like fucking thousand yard like killer instinct, just eyes just on Gilbert Burns. The whole even when he looked when I thought he was hurt and he got back he got back up and it was like he was moving around. It was almost like he was rolling with the punches and he had his hands down. He was just constant. It was almost like I don't know. It was just weird. Like I didn't. I, I don't think he was hurt after that. I think obviously the first one caught him behind the ear, knocked him off balance, and then got back to his feet and sort of like got his composure back but it was just yeah just the way after that after getting dropped and then just yeah just fucking beating him with a jab like exactly what the corner told him to do yeah and just they didn't even they must have been hard but they didn't even like the first I think there was a first there was a left hand one that dropped him 
and then obviously the, he switched the southpaw and the way he was changing it. stances was incredible yeah, it yeah. just like he doesn't wind up anything it just he just throws it straight into your face like power and just yeah just i guess he's just got that champion champion's mentality and the experience so i felt sorry for burns but he like maybe he should, Maybe you should have jumped all over him, but it's like it's just one of them. No, I've, he, he looked great. He looked sharp, but I think Usman's just like we say, he's, a, he's just a, a different kind of level of of human. Mm. I think so, not just fighter. I just think he's a, he's a different. Kind oh of yeah, human. yeah, um, yeah. just absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah, just so impressive from him the way he was dropping him, the way he was changing stances. Was it Trevor Whitman in his corner? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I think going into the either going into the second or going into the third, he he said to Usman, um, "You're you're a champ because of your jab. You're a champ because yeah. of your jab." And it was just like yeah, incredible, man, incredible performance. The way he was dropping him, and then you could just hear the the, the, the commentary. Just that, that team, like you say, they just they just make the whole event so much better. Um, mm. To see Usman um, and after the fight as well, um, he was calling out Mars Vidal, Pete. Uh, so just coming on to the whole division. Um, what do you what do you think? Uh, what would you like to see um, just before uh, we get into that with the world weight division at the moment? Obviously, Kamaru's at the top, and then some names underneath him are obviously Colby, Gilbert, Leon mm. Edwards, Mars Vidal, Stephen Thompson, Kiesa, Woodley, Damian Meyer, Magny. What what what, what do you want to see now going forward? I think if they do do that, and that's what the rumours are, um, it's it's best for like. The same as what we keep talking about with the lightweight division. It's, it's a business and it's like money. That's the money fight maybe that people want to see because um, they're talking about doing it for the ultimate fighter. I think yeah. that's what they said. That's right. Um, which would be interesting. That would be like obviously great TV. Oh, I'd watch two, that. Him two going back and forth. And obviously Masvidal with a full training camp. But um, yeah, but you know, it was interesting because I did see someone pop something up today. Like, you know, obviously people was saying if, if McGregor gets another shot and if it's a title shot then it's complete bullshit and all this um, someone sort of said the same thing about Masvidal it's like he's had like he hasn't fought for ages uh, he's coming off like losses or whatever like that and it's just there was there was mm. some other little facts in there that's like obviously other people were being overlooked and it's just um I don't know. What you said earlier was interesting. Um, fucking about Stephen Thompson. He said mm-hmm. he'd jump in. Then he's like, "Look, if you're looking for a fight, like an interesting fight, I'm just coming off of like a big win and blah blah blah." Fucking, I'd love to see that. See the. I other, would love to see, see that. See him jump in if he can keep it on the feet, like, and he's not going to go rushing in. It's like I'm not sure. That's fucking so interesting. If that was a stand-up fight. He's got that. He's got that in and out style, the kicks, the strikes. He throws them jabs like that as well, mm-hmm. and he throws them in volume as well. It's just that could be fucking so interesting. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I think I, I do want to see Usman Masvidal. Um, I think what I want to see, the reason why I want to see it is kind of twofold. One, um, Masvidal with a full camp might be able to win mm-hmm. it, and with Usman yeah. and Masvidal out of those two, I don't have um, like I love them both equally. Like they're two of my favourite fighters. Um, I yeah. do think Usman is can be considered literally like one of the greats. I think it's people. I I, I feel like people. Um, 
I heard Brendan Sharp talking about it the other day that, you know, comparing GSP and Usman, you can compare them because the level of competition that Usman is fighting is a lot harder than GSP. So even though GSP has got 12 uh, wins, uh, uh, 12 title defences, and Usman's only got four, mm. I believe, you, you can still compare them. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to argue with Ben and Sharp, obviously, but I just feel like not yet. I don't know. Like, GS, what do you feel like that comparison? Like, just before we talk oh, about... I thought you, oh, I thought you was, that was your, that was your view. What would you mean? That was Brendan's. Yeah, that was Brendan's view. Like the 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 level Fucking of competition. GSP fought GSP fought everyone. Like yeah. everyone in their everyone that was in their prime and everyone that was a killer. So I don't know what he means by that. But he's just basically <laughs> saying that since that time, the sport has just evolved so much, and the caliber of competition that Usman is fighting at the moment is just so higher than what GSP was doing that you can you can you can basically compare them and you can consider Kamaru a, a goat. Hmm. No, I think that's like saying Pele and Maradona are shit compared to today's players because they were playing against different people or like they weren't the technology or the sports nutrition and techniques and stuff. It's, it's they're just fighting the best who's there at the time. So it's like I can't even like but it's too many. There's too many to reel off the top of my head. But the people that GSP beat and the fashion that he beat them in. Oh, just the, some of like Matt Serra, like, Matt yeah. Hughes, fucking yeah, like, Thiago Alves. Like, come on. Like. Yeah, the, the strikers, the, the the strikers that were meant to come in, and he didn't even he did take them down, but he didn't have to. He like he was that good standing up, even though he's got no real background. Do you know what I mean? He like he's yeah. he had he had the wrestling background, but he wasn't like a fucking ten time world Muay Thai champion or something like that. He was he just sort of learned his striking as he went along, and it was just like he was just picking people apart obviously he like fell off a little bit towards the end had a couple of dodgy decisions but then he obviously come back won the middleweight title and looked fucking great so great. and now they're talking about him coming back again it's just like no one who does that <laughs> exactly he's, he's the goat world weight for me i feel like kamaru is 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 up there and he is to Would be... You be interested in that I, the reason why I wouldn't be interested... Well, th yes, obviously, I want to see that. However, I don't blame GSP for not coming back for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I think that sort of shows... I don't know about... Obviously, I don't know about yours, but like that shows my, my side. He's obviously on my side of the view rather than Brendan's. I don't think... Like when I saw that, because that popped up, didn't it? After the fight, that that twelve wins, twelve title wins, and Kamara's yeah. only on four. Yeah, and I was like, what? I was like, Jesus! <laughs> I was like, you can't. Maybe even if he gets to, even if he doubles it and gets to eight title wins, like that doesn't. They're still not anywhere near twelve. It's like exactly. he's got a long way to go, and it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, to be honest, if they made that, that's a fucking circus. That's like. GSP's coming back again. Nice. Can he knock off like the goat at the moment? It's that imagine if he just that moment, that stare down and just the seeing him in the cage together, that gets me excited. It does. I don't think it would be a smart business decision from GSP because Kamaru is a fucking night literally the nigerian nightmare he would be a nightmare for gsp especially in the difference in age now and don't get me wrong gsp looked phenomenal when he got back but that was mm. in a higher weight class for him to destroy his body to get down to world weight again i don't know man i think he I does think look smaller oh yeah. yeah it's weird he looks maybe it's a new haircut i don't know but he like <laughs> he's got some fucking philip schofield going on at the moment i don't know what it is <laughs> um 
but yeah, no, even to be honest, I'd be more excited for a GSP Khabib oh, like yeah. super fight. That would be that would be the one I think to make. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. There's, to be honest, welterweights. There are people out there at the moment. Um, obviously, you have got Leon Edwards. Um, got Camzat when he's fit, and can he prove himself if he does actually beat Edwards or whoever they put him in with when he's better? Michael Chiesa, um, great in his last fight. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, it's a good shout. Chiesa, Magni's still there. Vincente Luque still there. Um, so yeah, the, the that that division is absolutely absolutely stacked um, at the moment. Mm. Um, so yeah, just finishing off um, to say, you know, commiserations to to Gilbert. We love Gilbert Burns, and uh, you know he he did look great, and he said he'll be back, and hopefully he will be. Um, Pete, let's just quickly finish off by um, talking about this upcoming card on Saturday. Um, Curtis Razorblades against Derek Lewis. Um, let's just start quickly on some prelims, try and pick out some names there. Violent Bob Ross, Lewis Pena's fighting. Always always fun oh, to yeah. see him in yeah. there. Um, and uh, yeah, some, some really exciting fights there. A lot of fights on the prelims, so that's really, really good. Uh, big Arlovsky's fighting Tom Aspinall. Yes, big... Oh, oh, he's- I just know he's going to do a better job than the last guy that fought Arlovsky. Do you remember? It was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, yeah. Was it... Oh, who was it? No, not... Anabosa, wasn't it? That's it. That's it. Yeah, um... he fucking shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philip Hawes is fighting as well. Absolutely dominant in his last oh, fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Alexi Olenek as well. That'd be really, really exciting to see that. Heavyweight division, always fun there. And then obviously Curtis Blades against Derek Lewis. What do you think for this one, Pete? Who's a who did I see? I thought was fighting on this card. I saw like a little build-up thing. Um, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. It's not Rocky something, is it? Uh, is let's what? just go. Is there a fighter called Rocky something? Let me go for. He was a like, I can't see. I, I've got so Sergey Spivak, Jared Vandera, um, Amin Zahabi against Draco Rodriguez. Um, Chaz Skelly against Jamal Emmers, Shana Dobson against Casey O'Neill, Rafael Alves against Pat Sabatini, uh, Nate Landwehr. Oh, Nate Landwehr, we've seen in the featherweight division again. He looked good. That might have been him against Julian Arosa, um, Eddie Wineland, uh, Jakar Closer. Was it no. Jakar? I think it might have been the other guy. I don't know what um, I'm probably thinking the wrong person. Yeah, because they had like they had like five fights to watch out for, and it was like one was Eddie Wineland, one was that. Chaz Skelly. Um, yeah. Who am I fucking thinking of? It, there, there was a guy and he like he, he basically fought, it was really emotional. I think it maybe been last year, and he fought for his mum. His mum had just died or something, and he was like crying oh. in the ring. Wow. I can't remember his fucking name. Can't remember. Um Andrei Olovsky, Tom Aspinall, Philip Hawes, Nasadini Marvov, Alexei Olenik against Chris Dolkus. Uh, Charles Rosa against Derek Minner and then Caitlin Vieira against uh, Kunitskaya uh, for the women's bantamweight and then, yeah, Curtis Blades. Um, this is going to be interesting, man. I love Derek Lewis. I never want to see him lose. Um, it is literally mm. number four against number two here. Um, Curtis Blades had an interesting last fight when um, he obviously won, but Dana was kind of calling him out a little bit, saying that, you know, he's talking all that smack. He wants to see some better performances from him and some knockouts and stuff like that. Um, not really the guy that you're going to be able to do it against, maybe. What do, you, what do you think for this one, bruv? Yeah, just thinking as well, especially the way that he just, the way that he fought Oli and Nick as well, wasn't it? Do you remember, like, he weren't scared to go to the floor. He sort of survived first round. And did he knock him out in the second round? Um, I don't really remember, to be honest. 
Do you remember it sort of went to the floor, but he just scrambled like a madman and was just swinging. And I think he ended up getting on top. And let's have a look. So Curtis Blades, um, his last sorry, not Kurt, that Derek Derek Lewis. I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about Lewis. Sorry. Um, yeah. Do you remember it was some? It was it was a bit weird. It was like Ollie Nick was trying to get the takedown, and then. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he, um, yes, I do remember that. And it was, it was round two. Um, yeah. He, it was like a weird head and arm triangle he was trying to do, wasn't it? Was that it? Yeah, I think he. Well, I think he survived the first round because everyone was like, once Ollie Nick gets on top of him, then it's over. But Lewis sort of survived it, and, and then he, he came out second. Lewis said, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't breathe. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. said he came come out afterwards and just went fucking berserk, like just yeah. trying to finish it because he knew he couldn't go through that again. But yeah. so I'm, I'm, it's been interesting to see, obviously, Curtis trying to get it to the floor. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Isn't it? I don't, he did, he come out this week and said, like, look, if it's between me getting my win bonus and entertaining the fans, he's like, I'm going for that win bonus every time. So it's I like, hear that as well. I get it. Like, yeah. I think they should. What do you think about, because Rogan was, I heard him saying the other day, he reckons they shouldn't have win bonuses. I literally heard him say that today. It's on the Cody um, episode. That's as well. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think? I don't, I don't see the problem. I don't see. It's like they, they both get in a set wage to fight anyway. Mm. And sometimes that's different anyway, compared on the compared on the fighters. But like you're getting a set wage to fight. Say it's say they say these two on the, the weekend, they're both getting fifty grand just to turn up. Mm. If you win, you get another fifty grand, or if you get a knockout or a submission, you might get or whatever fight of the night. So I don't really. He's saying about like oh the judges are in control of taking that person's money. It's like well not if they win. Like it's, yeah, do you know what I mean Good like point. go out there and make it decisive and don't rely on the judges if you want that extra 50 grand then that's up to you <laughs> yeah I, I i even i do i i like the um fight of the night purses and the and the um knockout of the night submission of the night i, I yeah i agree with you actually yeah, I, I think i, I, I think like they that. they have changed it and they they've just they just call it performance of the night so it's yeah. like or something like that so it's they don't know you don't really always get a submission and a knockout it might be two knockouts or three yeah, or yeah, something yeah. i don't know but yeah i, I, I think it's I think it's good. I, I, to be honest, I, the only thing I do look at with the money is you hear about some of the lower fighters and they're only getting like five grand or something. You're like, fucking hell, their training camp probably costs more than that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Literally fighting to break even. I'm really excited for this. I always love a, a big heavyweight um, main event, Peter. Um, obviously, we'll reconvene um, after we see um, who wins that one. Um, any other wicked whispers? No, it's kind of a bit quiet at the moment isn't it? yeah yeah <laughs> i know cody's we said, said you mentioned cody earlier i know he's, yeah. he's obviously saying he wants to fight aldo and stuff and um i'm just excited for that march 6th card fucking that which could be like that one, one of the best cards ever hey which one's that one that's the that's the free title fights yeah i can't fucking wait for that one man I can't and just like that. well it's not even just the free title fights it's all the it's like the prelims and the fights on the main card they're all fucking there's just like bangers throughout Anytime Izzy's fighting, I'm I'm there for it. Do you know what I mean? I feel yeah, like he's... And it's, it's even more of a freak show this time as well. Because <laughs> he's so stacked at like heavyweight. Unbelievable. Uh, really, oh, really excited. Really, really excited. All right, then, Peter, let's uh, catch up again next week then, bruv. And uh, we'll see yeah. how the fights go uh, on this weekend. Curtis Blades um, against Derek Lewis. Um, I'm hoping for some fireworks. We'll catch up then, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mate. See you later.
Estoy en Chile.